0: Hello everybody and welcome to This Game Where, with me Ashley and the other one... Chris! Chris, yes, Chris. No, I, I, don't, I actually genuinely forgot who you were then, that time, so it, I'm glad that you reminded me. I didn't know who you were, I had a moment of mind blindness. Just what do they call some, that?
1: Forgetfulness. Just, on irony, just some random person you're talking to.
0: Yeah, very random. Randomly nice. put together. Thanks. It's okay,
1: you all alright? Well it wasn't until you told me... You'd- Forgotten who I was, and that I'm, yeah, not disposable. No, of I don't moment. mean that you're
0: disposable. Randomly put together, I sort of mean like you're sort of like a Picasso painting, aren't you?
1: In the face, like the Lands of the Living in Grim Fandango.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's kind of for anyone that hasn't seen Chris. I've I've definitely been very kind to him in the artwork that I I made. You're horrible stuff. Uh, because it's, it's yeah, you're more like a Picasso, aren't you? It's
1: been sad. How are By you? Me? <laughs>
0: all right more all right now actually that i've because you're laughing at my visible misery yeah you do look quite miserable today I, that's why i asked you if you were okay because i'm genuinely concerned that there might be something <laughs> up which is also why i called you a picasso painting.
1: there wasn't but now i think there is
0: yeah i've always <sighs> thought there was
1: crikey right
0: is it is this game going to cheer me up this game could well cheer you up it's very colorful very bright Ooh. very cute Great! Um, it's this game where you take control of a cute little power tool wielding fella who just really wants to get to the bottom of things.
1: Mr. Driller. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. So one, I like that. I like my little description of that game. Did you like it? It was good. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was good. I'm glad. 10 nice out and 10. concise. Easily one of the best. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do you know much about Mr. Driller? Have you played it before?
1: I like the description of him as a little fella. That's quite nice.
0: He's a um, little fella. He's a very little fella.
1: No, I've never played Mr. Driller. I'm aware of it as a game. I remember reading about it in a computer games magazine in the early noughties. and thinking it would have been. I'm thinking that sounds pretty good, but it was for a console I didn't have at the time. So I, which have, was, I think it was, it was would have been the Game Boy Advance possibly
0: right well then that is an interesting little uh story because uh, the game was developed by namco for a start before they were even bandai namco it was pure namco pure unadulterated 100 Nam- percent namco columbia fresh exactly that yeah <laughs> thank you for just making very whatever i was going for in an oblique way you made very opaque <laughs> like what just straight in on the drugs um <laughs>
1: That's my thing is...
0: Yeah. It was released to Japanese arcades in 2000. So you said early noughties. uh, That ties in, doesn't it? It was then a launch game for the Game Boy Advance in Japan Ah. in 2001. Right. So again, early noughties. It only released in the West, and this is where things get complicated uh, in terms of your having read about it in the early noughties in a magazine, because it released here in 2005.
1: Oh, that would have been a lot... I, So the computer game magazine I used to read was computer and video games. I read that from probably 99 through to about 2003, it so every single month because yeah. it was it covered, as the name suggests, it covered all consoles uh, because I think most of the games magazines at that time were, were console specific, whereas that one wasn't. And certainly 2005, I was at university by then, I would, was not reading computer video games by the time I was yeah. at university.
0: I, I'll tell you why this is because I haven't been clear, have I? Uh, about actually which version of this game it is. No, I was going <laughs> to we're that. talking about. <laughs> so um, yeah, so Mr. Driller came out on the Game Boy Color um, in 1999. I'm actually talking about, and I should have been very clear about this. I just was very excited that you got it, and also excited about my description of the game, um, Mr. Driller Two. This is Mr. Driller Two. Okay, this is the first Mr. Driller game that I played. <laughs> Mr. So Mr. Sorry, for, sorry for not being clear about that and for making everything that is already quite complicated more complicated.
1: So just to, clari- just to clarify, today we are playing Mr. Driller 2, which came out we on the
0: Game Boy Advance.
1: And it I'm was already... a
0: launch game. Everything I've said is true of Mr. Driller 2. Okay? But I'm
1: also confused because you've said that about this coming out in 2000 in the arcades, but then you then said right, that so the first one came through... out in 1999. So uh, my, my head's all a spin.
0: Yeah, let's, let's go through that again. Okay, so the first one came out in 1999. It was um, swiftly followed up by Mr. Driller 2 in the Japanese arcades in 2000. And then right. Mr. Driller 2 was released as a launch game for the Game Boy Advance in Japan in 2001. Before, four years later, being released to Western audiences in the UK, uh, the rest of Europe and uh, America um, in 2005. Okay, so a complicated set of affairs i don't know why the delay uh but a complicated set of affairs in terms of release date more complicated by the fact that i forgot that to tell you that we were talking about mr driller 2 and not mr driller
1: so the first time so again to clarify that even further the first time this game was available in the west was 2005 or was mr driller 1 available in the west as well
0: mr driller was available on the game Boy color
1: right that was possibly the one I have i about bulged then? up
0: the the no. uh, episode have i no, ruined this episode i was so excited well, about this episode not, not this one uh, not this one but but previous ones thanks yeah okay um so i played this on the game boy advance to try and get this, uh, everything back on track i played this on the <laughs> game boy advance it was probably around 2005 or it could have been a little bit before uh when it came out in the west in the west it sounds it sounds like lord of the rings doesn't it in the west <laughs> it does a bit yeah, it's very odd that we that we refer to ourselves in that way. But that is the sort of general way that we talk about the games industry, isn't it? The Western and,
1: where's and the Japan.
0: <laughs> yeah, there isn't one. Yeah. In, in, in game industry parlance, there isn't really a middle.
1: And if you lived Where... on the middle, would you get it at the time of release? Or would you have to wait for it to come out in the West? Or what if your house is right on that line in the middle?
0: there are certainly people that get shafted australia i think is counted as part of the west yeah. in game release terms which, which just makes no complicates sense geographically yeah exactly so uh, it's all a very it's not complicated but it's also very complicated we'll leave that be given how uh, how i opened up this episode <laughs> we don't want any more complications um 2005 was actually quite a late period for me because that would have been when i was about 17 and uh, just readying to go to university in 2006 so uh this game was not i wasn't the core audience for this game at the same time i really enjoyed it have you have i asked you if you've played a mr driller title before
1: i've never played this game at all i just know of it from that magazine i believe it's a puzzle game it's a puzzle, it's an action puzzle game. So
0: the gameplay requires, it, the gameplay has you start at the top of a mound, for lack of a better way of putting it, of of blocks, polyominoes, um, actually, uh, lots of different sized and shaped blocks that all fit together to create sort of a Tetris style uh, um, so, series of well, layers.
1: So a Tetris block is actually a poly, polyomino, polomino?
0: A, a Tetris block would be a tetromino. Anything oh, right. that isn't a Tetris-style block, so it's not one of the Tetris shapes, is yeah. a polyomino. So the, oh. ge- the the general is polyomino, the specific is tetromino. That is a brilliant fact I did not know. I like okay. that. Thank you. Cool. Good. I'm I'm glad. Uh, you don't play enough board games, clearly. No. No. no, 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 You're uh, you're, you're you're keen. Uh, yeah, uh, particularly polyomino games. Lots of really good polyomino games. This is a this is a sort of version of, of those games, except right. you aren't placing and and trying to fit them together. You're actually trying to destroy them. So you use your little drill to break through these polyomino bricks. They're they're all different colours. Uh, you break through, say, the green one, and the green one will disappear from the screen. Anything that is uh, resting on top of a green, that that one that you broke, will then fall down and, and fit into the whatever uh, space okay. is left. Um, and you keep doing that, trying to get as far down into a pit as possible, breaking different blocks somewhat strategically to, um, to get as far down without being squashed by mm-hmm. falling bricks or without running out of oxygen, because you have to manage the the level of oxygen that you have as you go further down. Your right. oxygen level depletes constantly. It starts off quite slow when you're in the upper reaches of this pit, and as you get further down, it speeds up and speeds up. But as you go through this, as you get further, as you get down through the layers, there will be little oxygen uh, tanks that you can pick up to replenish your oxygen. Okay. There are also, on top of the different colored polyomino bricks, there are sort of dirt bricks as well, dirt blocks. And you can break those dirt blocks, but it costs you 20% of what ex- whatever oxygen you have. So there's quite a severe penalty to doing that. Sometimes it can be worth it and sometimes it's not.
1: So, it so that's strategy a little there bit as of well. strategy.
0: Exactly that. Yeah. Is it worth it? Is it not? Yeah. Um. You... Every five hundred metres there will be a nice big block. And when you break that block, it will destroy everything above it and it's sort of a fresh start. So basically, right. uh, the levels are delineated <clears> into <throat> these five hundred meter stretches um that that give you a bit of a breathing a breathing moment.
1: Okay? Literally, I mean that's the game, I suppose.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um and that, that is really the game. That is the game. That's as much as you need to know to play. Uh, mr driller in fact that's more than you need to know all you really need to know is you take your drill you break blocks you keep going down
1: and what was your reaction to the game when you did play it back in the heady days of 2005
0: yeah so i i thought it was really good i enjoyed it it was um it, it's a slight affair so it's not the kind of thing that you can sink hundreds of hours into or whatever um it's not a pokemon as uh, you know or that kind of thing it's not it's not. The Game Boy is known for uh, Pokemon, you know, being a nice big sprawling affair. Yeah. And at the time, there were some really big Pokemon games uh, out there. But this is a far more slight thing. It's the sort of thing that might end end up on a mobile um, more so or, or would be more accessed on a mobile than it maybe would be on a on even a handheld or, or a home console these days. Okay. At the same time, it has, it has appeared on home consoles and it's uh, appeared on multiple handhelds. It's also appeared on mobiles.
1: Yeah, I know it came out on the DS. I remember it being one of those titles where it was Mr. Driller something. The subtitle began with DS, the initials.
0: Yeah, you like it when they do that, don't you?
1: I think it's great. I, just I also so. I remember when thing. you
0: found out that they do it. Right, because you found that out quite recently, didn't you?
1: Probably, I've forgotten
0: when it was originally developed as Mr. Driller, the the first version of Mr. Driller. The game was actually supposed to be a sequel to Dig Dug. You're not familiar with Dig Dug?
1: That's a game I've heard of, and I might have played at someone's house potentially. Mm.
0: So it started as it started as a version of Dig Dug. It, it would have been Dig Dug three, but then it it became something else. It became Mr. Driller because uh, the they wanted to refresh Dig Dug and they were going for a different way they were going for a different design and it became so distinct that it became its own game um at the same time as the game as both games progressed as both games moved into the future those two worlds uh started to cross over so um there was a game called dig dog digging strike on the ds see what they did there digging strike Oh yeah, thank you. No, yeah. I, was, I, was, so, I was
1: concentrating more on the all the plosives the da, 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 da. it was uh, yeah, that's quite a lot
0: Dig Dog Digging a strike um had characters from um from Mr. Driller in also there was a there was a third so this is Mr. Driller two, the third game in the Mr. Driller franchise was actually released to the PlayStation. It was called uh, Mr. Driller G. don't know why. But that also had Dig Dug characters in. So there was crossover in both directions. Mr. Driller G was the third game. It was supposed to be the last game in the series. Did they kill him off at the end? I don't know what happened. I've never played Mr. Driller G. Um, But uh, Nintendo came to Namco and asked them actually to create a version of Mr. Driller for the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance so that they could make use of the... Advanced Link Cable System
1: oh, for the GameCube. Oh, nice! Yeah,
0: yeah. So, and, and Nintendo actually came to them for that. So uh, there was subsequently, as a result of that, there was Mister Driller A for the Game Boy Advance, which also connected with Mister Driller Drill Land that came out on the GameCube, and you could connect the two games together.
1: So the, the subtitles get increasingly confusing, aren't they?
0: I know, I know. Um, given that the PlayStation version, Mr. Driller G, was supposed to be the last uh, in the in the game, in the series, uh, I think we can blame Nintendo for the fact that there are now 14 uh, Mr. Driller games. Absolutely. So having gone from three to 14, um, yeah, I don't know what happened there. The surprise, the reason I'm talking all about them all at the same time, uh, as opposed to talking sing, solo, uh, solely about Mr. Driller 2 is, is because I don't think we're ever going to talk about this <laughs> this franchise no. again after this, because this is the only Mr. Driller I've played. Uh, I feel, and I and please, if you are a fan of Mr. Driller and, and th- feel that I'm wrong, please do come and let me know. I love to be told that I'm wrong uh, on YouTube, Twitter. I don't know why I lead with YouTube. On Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, we are available on those, uh, and you are welcome. Come join us there. Um, But I am surprised there are 14 games. Reason being, I think the gameplay is largely the same from one to the next. So certainly Mr. Driller, Mr. Driller 2, they're the same
1: game. What's the most recent, at the time recording, what's been the most recent title in the series?
0: The answer to that question should be fairly straightforward. But actually, I think that the most recent game in the series is Mr. Driller Drillland which I've just said is the GameCube version of Mr. Driller. The reason for that is I'm pretty sure that they remastered Drillland for the Switch, and it was released last year.
1: It's what everyone wanted. Everyone was clamoring for a remake of Mr. Driller on the
0: GameCube. I presume so. Why else would they have done it? I don't know. But prior to that, there was a version uh, that they put out called... Prior to that, there was a version that that came out called Mr Driller for Cacao uh, that came out in 2015 sorry, sorry what i i know i know i know uh mr driller for cacao like it is
1: it is what's for cocoa?
0: no come on don't confuse people or me any more than need be uh it was mr driller for cacao spelled k a k a o it was it was developed and published by a company called Netmarble in south korea and came out to mobiles um primarily the ios uh, ios store whatever you call it the apple the apple side of things yeah app store that's the one the apple store the apple app, store app, or app, the app, app, store? app store
1: app store apple store, is yeah, the the app
0: store whether it's on whether it's on android or not i'm i'm not sure i didn't look don't care there you go <laughs> uh, so that it that it depends as i say it depends how you look at it it's either drill land from 2002 That was then released for the Switch, or it's this uh, Netmarble version for for Android uh, for for Apple phones.
1: Either way, then it is still available on current consoles. Should people wish to to consume it?
0: Yeah, if you want to if you want to play it, then probably the best place to go is um, for that Drillland version. Did you look? I think there is a version knocking about on on Windows as well, but I don't know which version that is. Sorry, that's right. Do your own research.
1: God. Did you look at all into how the compatibility between the Game Boy Advance and GameCube versions worked? I'm assuming, based on what you said, that nah. you would be working down your screen on the GameCube and then materialise on the Game Boy Advance screen. Hey, if I knew that, I would have said, "Okay, cool, <laughs> already, fine." Because uh, we
0: what you what we're gonna what we're forgetting is that we're we're talking about Mr. Driller Two. For That's to, fair. Like primarily, yeah. um, so I didn't look into that. It's definitely not my way of shirking responsibility for the research that I've done.
1: Can I just um, circuit back to what you said earlier then about you playing in two thousand and five and feeling like it wasn't aimed at you? Is this is this a bit like Dinky Box where it's bright and colourful? And did you therefore feel a the bit self conscious playing it, or were you not that bothered about how you felt when playing? You just really enjoyed I, the gameplay.
0: I didn't talk. I didn't talk to anybody about playing it if that makes sense um therefore there was nothing to feel self-conscious about in the same way that i think i said about dengue blocks it it was quite clear that it wasn't made for me and i was aware of that but i wasn't aware enough to for that to sort of turn me away from it it Mm -hmm. was a game that i went to in between other games so i'd play it for little stints um and if i had 20 minutes spare i might fire that up if i had nothing else to do um but that makes it sound like I didn't enjoy it and I did enjoy it and that's the reason I kept going back to it
1: and is your memory of it therefore quite positive yeah
0: I think I think what we're going to get from this game is what we sometimes need and it's something that's fairly slight but but in being slight very straightforward very um very accessible and it does to me. So, so sort of looking forward to how we're going to maybe sum up this episode, not knowing for sure. But um, I think this is this would be perfectly at home on mobiles, so on the Play Store, on iOS, um, because it's a pick up and play and put down again sort of affair. And it's the gameplay is deep enough to dabble with but not necessarily deep enough to sustain you as I've as I said earlier for tens of hours not certainly not in one big go there's no storyline uh, to it and even if there was a
1: storyline it would feel very tacked on yeah like you said it's so, it's a it's a chap drilling down that's it job done yeah okay there's, we'll there's sh- some
0: strategy and skill to it but not enough to i Yeah, I don't think enough to, to warrant anything more
1: than sort of dabbling. Okay, well, should we crack on with it there then and uh, see what it's like?
0: christopher having drilled down into mr driller 2 what is your view what do you think
1: honestly i'd rather be playing it than talking to you how about that
0: yeah good i'm glad so is that genuine are you being serious
1: i'm good i all i can see in front of me now is is luminescent multicolored blocks and i i'm I'm seeing how i can pattern them together and drill through them and, and go down and all that it's it's really good this game is
0: it's quite addictive, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it really yeah. is. And that's what I didn't get across in the first uh, half uh, for for various, for reasons various. And I wish I had, but it is, it's that kind of game that you start playing and you can, and it's it's kind of hard to draw yourself away from.
1: Well, I started playing and I didn't really understand what I was doing at first and was quite resistant to it and back that quite from you. And I didn't really understand what I was doing. However, after a couple of goes, once I got to understand what I was supposed to be doing and started Mm. understanding the nuances of how the gameplay works, that was when it really kicked in for me. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm converted to Mr. Driller.
0: So I think one of the things that you were inclined towards was a cautious approach. And this game isn't actually the design. I don't think is... It lends itself to that cautious approach i think for anyone that is very is careful in their game in in their gaming um they might be tempted to pick their way down very carefully making sure they destroy bricks um or blocks sorry in a methodical way so there's nothing actually above them but the game genuinely doesn't want you to do that it yeah. wants you to go health health for leather as fast as you can and it wants you to have that experience of brick of blocks falling down above you completely and having to deal with that on the fly uh, by so one of the things that, one of the mechanics that I didn't uh, get around to explaining in the first half was that the bricks when they fall if they hit another brick that's the same color they'll actually stick together like glue and so you can outrun if there's a green brick falling above your head if it lands on you you die but if you can outrun it and get below a green brick on the on either side of your little uh channel that you're digging then that green brick brick will will stick in place and and won't fall on you and that's a big part of the game
1: it reminded me it's the same gameplay mechanic as in Dr. Robotnik's Mean Beam Machine okay is it? Yeah, the concept of them sticking together because in
0: ah oh, right, okay, I yeah, I see what you mean, sort of poyo poyo style.
1: Yeah, yeah, and going back to what you just said about the way the game does not want you to be methodical, it really doesn't, because as you drill down and bricks are falling down above you, you know, you could be as methodical as you want, but there might be you might have not quite realized or by drilling here two yellow bricks going to fall together and therefore they're going to join together and then they're going to disappear and then it's going to cause what's above them to Mm. fall down it it really is it's so constant what's going on that the gameplay
0: and you have to be very very reactive in the way you approach it so completely uh, and yeah exactly so it is trying to drive you to move at speed And that is the way the game is best played. The other aspect of that is the oxygen. So the oxygen, you have to collect these tanks and the oxygen tanks give you 20 oxygen um, for each one you collect, as well as points. There is a points element to this, but it's superfluous as far as I'm Mm, concerned. Yeah. Because the actual gameplay is the the digging down.
1: They were superfluous to points of the fact i didn't even notice it at all during the game
0: yeah exactly so but the oxygen the oxygen meter is another way to sort of drive you forward at, at pace because uh there are moments in this game so if you if you play each level has a a distance that it wants you to dig down an easy level would be two and a half thousand feet uh middle level would be five thousand and, and the hard level will be ten thousand um once you get to a certain depth the oxygen tanks are very difficult to um, access because you have to dig through dirt-colored bricks, brown bricks, and they cost you 20 oxygen, only to then replenish 20 oxygen. So it's really no point in mm. in uh, the exchange. So you then start having to race against not just uh, bricks that have fallen down on you, but your your actual oxygen uh, depleting. If you get to zero oxygen, you actually you, well, uh, I think at, uh, below 20 oxygen, you start to go blue, which I'd forgotten and is pretty pretty hairy and scary. Um, I noticed the countdown then,
1: appearing at about 10. I did not notice my character going blue because when the oxygen was running below 20, I was starting to panic. It was the very similar mm. to the, the feeling playing Sonic and in the underwater levels, trying to find the bubbles. Yeah, it was that exact panic setting in of uh, I, I got so manic during mm. those races to find the oxygen.
0: Yeah, so you are, and it there, is a race at certain points because the oxygen is so inaccessible. You're kind of trying to get as far as you can without. without asphyxiating frankly i've never i've never other than this game i i can't think of a single other game targeted at children where you suffocate (laughs) quite so vividly no no as this so yeah it's got that going for it the other thing that i realized positive i said i said in the first half that the game doesn't have a story or uh, or and it doesn't lend itself to a story but actually the game this game does have a very Slight story, sort of a framing narrative of the undergrounders flooding the world above with bricks, these blocks. So uh, each level takes place in a different place. The easy level is in India, for instance, and India is being overrun with these blocks that are being pushed up out of the ground by the undergrounders. And your job as Mr. Driller is to go and drill down to the undergrounders and say, "Oi, what are you playing at?" Uh, Mr. Driller as well. Another thing that I didn't realize in in having, I probably skipped all this story. Mr. Driller is actually a young boy <laughs> called Susume, which
1: I didn't. I don't. Why is he Mr. Driller? I don't get it. Who better to tackle on these mysterious creatures from the underground than a, a little boy strapping on a drill suit and giving him a drill? Well, there you go, crack on,
0: mate. The thing that it reminded me of was something that's I think quite UK centric. But uh, in the Dandy, there was a, co- a character called Banana Man.
1: Yeah. He's now in the was Bino. he in the Dandy?
0: Yeah, he was in the Dandy. Was he in the Beano?
1: No, he was in the Dandy, but he's now in the Beano because the Dandy's folded. The Dandy's folded? Yeah. All
0: oh, right. Well, there you go. So Dandy dandy is no more. Uh, the Dandy was a, like a little children's comic that came out on a weekly basis, I think. Yeah, weekly. Uh, and Banana Man banana man was a boy called Eric who, when he ate bananas, he turned into the superhero Banana Man. And that's um, a really good cartoon
1: based on it as well.
0: There was, yeah. It was
1: on the, on the children's uh, CB... Children's BBC, wasn't it? It's also um, still available on Amazon Prime if anyone wants to dabble. Is it, it really? I've not watched any of it because I suspect it might not it hold bad. up yet. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: It, it, it definitely was bad, even at the time. I think, uh, thinking back at it. So yeah, probably best to stay clear. But if you do want to have a look, then yeah, go find it on Amazon Prime. Is it? Would it be? I don't know if it would be available in America. But if people are listening in America, going, "What the hell are they talking about?" Uh, I can only apologise. <laughs> we'll, we'll Banana a, man, it's a staple of '90s and '80s and '70s, '60s, '50s children's um, entertainment.
1: We'll post a video on social media of at least the intro, just so people have some concept. That's of what we're a talking good idea. About. He has
0: a very strange sequence changing, if I remember rightly as well. He stands there
1: eating a banana and he he pops, he squeezes the, I could be confused with Popeye, that he squeezes the banana and it goes into his mouth.
0: So this is what I was going to say. I'm sure it was a similar scenario to the way Popeye changes and he sort of bulges. So his arms pop out and and they bulge and he turns into this fully grown man called Banana Man. Anyway, it's a bit weird, and Susumi's change into Mr. Driller instantly reminded me of Eric's change into Banana Man.
1: I wondered where you were going with this, how Earth Banana Man was going to link to the game.
0: Yeah. I thought I'd made it clear earlier, but the, that's no. just the frame of mind I'm in at the moment, I guess. Um, but yeah, it did. Um, he also has... Um, I don't think it's a nemesis, but he has a, he has an, a, a female counterpart who does similar drilling
1: stuff is this banana uh, or her Mr.
0: Driller? Is, sorry yeah mr driller yeah. Uh, her okay. name is anna i think she's german if i remember rightly um i can't remember how i know that she's german but i think she is i'm gonna
1: find her proper name because Wish- i i think she's got a second name as well which she perhaps voiced in the intro sequence the intro sequence by the way was was really nice it looked very stylish and even had a little bit of voice not voice acting but there was some sim
0: it did have voice acting it had fully fledged voice acting i thought it was really good as well
1: yeah like some quite tinny audio from the game boy uh I oh yeah found. but it's game but, boy isn't it yeah exactly but it was it was pretty good i thought yeah, it you pretty you're good. Right. Actually, I, I wasn't sure it's was classic as voice acting because it's not you know a, a fully fledged last of us 2 style fmv sequence. yeah well but actually not everything has to be exactly yeah not everything has to be
0: The Game Boy Advance, I don't know if you remember, but the Game Boy Advance had, um, like, Cartoon Network cartridges that you could get, like, a a couple of episodes of Dexter's Laboratory on and things like that. Really? you know about that? No. Yeah. You could buy... It it was like an alternative video format of the early noughties. And, obviously, the sound quality on the Game Boy Advance, you've experienced it in its best form tonight. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, that was sort of what it was like listening to the...
1: To wow. the Dexter's
0: laboratory or, how,
1: or the Cartoon Network episodes. How much were they available for? Out of curiosity.
0: That's a really good question. I can't remember how much they were. I remember seeing some on sale uh, later on, on uh, in HMV of all places, and they they did a similar thing. I think with uh, the discs for PSP. So was, you got
1: the UMDs. I was just thinking the exact same UMDs, thing. UMDs, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it, the the difference being, obviously, UMDs were disc based media, whereas yeah. these were cartridge based. There was a lot of um, there was a lot of compression happened yeah. on, on the Game Boy Advance cartridges. But anyway, that uh, and that is the reason that the the audio sounds the way it does. So it is a little bit sort of um, brushy, if that makes sense. Uh, you, you can hear it's, it's a very tinny, compressed. But it's, yeah, there's a, yeah, I suppose that's the best way to say it rather than trying to come up with a an, an analogy. <laughs> Did you
1: find out a surname? Um,
0: but at the same time, the delivery, no, I didn't, i just ignore that, pretend okay. it didn't happen. Uh, at the same time, the actual delivery, I thought had a lot of comedy value to it. Mm. The It was Susumi, the little boy who plays, who is Mr. Driller, watching the news and the he had a so like a very childish, sort of bouncy Saturday morning cartoon mm. style voice, assume. And then the newscaster, the news uh presenter, he had a very sort of um, dry delivery that was that was almost robotic. Did you notice that? Did you I, pick up on that? I
1: thought it was sound British. Again, you can perhaps read into that what I, you yeah.
0: will. I no, I think he was British. I think he was British, and it was also, it, and it was delivered in a robotic style, yes, which it was, yeah. counterbalanced Susumi's, uh sort of almost, I would say, garish delivery <laughs> of his lines. His hutzpah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, too much of it, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, I really liked, I really liked that, um, and I also it was a bit of a revelation to me because it was storyline that I didn't know existed, however slight it might have been.
1: And the look of that intro sequence being like a Money morning cartoon extended across the game itself. The game um, main, main gameplay looks really nice.
0: Yeah, you were impressed.
1: Mm, I genuinely was. I thought it visually was stunning.
0: Yeah, I I really like the way the game looks. Uh, and this the style, the visual style. In fact, the style just across the board, as far as I'm aware, that has just continued. The game. May well have made. I, I was a bit flippant in the first half. The game may well have made in terms of gameplay. May well have made a, a number of forward steps. Uh, but what is very striking is how visually similar the Game Boy Advance versions are, even to this re- remaster of Drill Land. Obviously, there's a, a great deal of polish that's gone into the fully fledged home console version, as opposed to the to the portable versions. But for what the Game Boy advance was capable of it delivers i think delivers on its on its strongest points it is very visually it's very vibrant mm. and there's a there's a good deal of variation even in terms of the presentation of the blocks like you you said that some look like ice gems did you yeah yeah and there were some that looked a bit sort of cakey so it was like you you were digging through cake, and then there were some that were a bit more rocky. Mm-hmm. Obviously, different coloured rocks and so on. Uh, and I liked that variation, and I liked, um, I liked the feeling it gave me. Each each change mm. felt tangible in a way. If well, so that makes it gave any you a, sense,
1: it gave you a sense of progression through the level because it wasn't just you've got to this goal. Yeah, and too. Carry on. It was visually, it was rem- you were reminded of that fact in the level. You've got to, you've got, you know, the the next section strata
0: yeah that that too for sure and actually there was there was different differentiation between those different sections those um yeah between those different sections in each level there was differentiation in how the blocks were arranged and and mm. therefore how they behaved and you and i both i i already remembered this uh, from from way back when but you came up with the same you came to some same conclusion on that sort of 1000 feet section so once you get below 1000 feet rather than it being sort of small bitty pieces of blocks you have these very large monolithic chunks that when you dig down into one of them it disappears but then causes this huge training action which sees you free falling for a great deal of time um and I, I i know that there's something that you said a couple of times that i'd that i'm gonna leave for you to say about that because you were you were quite impressed well, how it, um about that how it makes the fact
1: how it how it ends up being that the game plays itself
0: yeah sort of you you make you do an action and then it all plays out around you and you you're sort of drifting through watching yeah the, the
1: consequences of your actions. It's the chain reaction that as soon as you draw through one, that then leads to this block joining onto this section here, which then they disappear and that leads to this block foot onto this bit here, etc. And then just around you there's just this huge uh chain reaction of eruptions and, and explosions and joining, and then you're ended up falling down into free fall and as the game plays itself around you. And those bits were so much fun.
0: Yeah, they were just really satisfying, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, I, I- and I'd come to the same conclusion then, and I think that's the one of the things that really appealed to me um at the time. And and it it was nice to revisit that now as well.
1: There was an option in the pause menu, which I think was brilliant to uh, freeze game. So if you were, for example, mm. at this point we're talking about uh, about one thousand feet deep in the India level, which would probably yeah. take about four minutes to get to. It's not particularly long, but if you were then, I don't know, I put myself in the mindset of a child playing it it's you, tea then, you, time. Then, you then call you for your tea called you down yeah rather than just pausing it and then leaving it on pause to to waste battery or waste the power if you are plugged into the power source or whatever you go to freeze game and it will save state at the exact point you're at so you can then turn the console off come back to it later on turn it back on and jump straight back into the game i can't think of any games i played at the time uh contempor- contemporaneously to this that had the option and i think it's brilliant
0: yeah i think it's a really nice option especially on a portable system i again off the top of my head i can't think of any but i it, it actually surprisingly was something that i wasn't aware of existing because the way that i played this game so one thing that we haven't mentioned is that actually this game is is very very easy to get from failure back into a level so once you've once you've uh, died. To the point where you don't have any more lives left. It's a few seconds. a matter of a few seconds to get yeah. back into a new game. Yeah. And there, there is a, a very satisfying gameplay loop uh, with very little downtime, which means that you can play through it a lot of times in a very short, so- uh, short period of time. And that's kind of the way that I played it. I played it in twenty-minute blocks when I had a, a bit of time spare, as I said in, I think, in the first half. And I played it to completion each time in terms of. I either died or I succeeded. Most lo- most right. often I died. There was never any call for me to make use of a freeze game uh, thing uh, system, but I can see how that would be very useful to people. Certainly on like a 10,000 foot uh, level, the the, the hard mm-hmm. level, that would take significantly longer to, to finish and maybe having that freeze game, say you're playing on the train, you get off the train and you walk home, you can freeze the game and and uh, pick up when you get back
1: yeah well i know it's something when i, got I also
0: my... don't know how whether it existed in other games because again I, it's just not the way i was playing the game boy no. advance at the time
1: i know it's something when i got my switch for example i was really impressed with the the fact you hold down the home button mm. and then just put the console to sleep and then you are straight back into it and now tonight i found this revelation that nearly 20 years prior to me getting my hands on a switch that there was a game doing it on the Game Boy Advance. I know other consoles like the PlayStation 4, I think, has that feature as well. But... For it to have it been does. available in a game that came out in what was it, two thousand?
0: Yeah, in in the arcades it was in two thousand, but yeah, okay. two thousand one on so, Game Boy
1: Advance. Yeah, it is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. um in terms of that, it's, it's like a, re- a sleep and resume feature, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And the Switch does it better than I think I've i've experienced on any other console. I haven't haven't had my hands on an Xbox Series X or um PlayStation Five. I'm sure that with their SSDs, they they will do a very good job of that kind of feature. Um, I will say that the DS if you remember also had a similar feature where you could just close the clamshell and oh, it would yeah, put to, put your game to sleep as well so yeah. um yeah it sort of started off early and actually i think as far as i'm concerned nintendo consoles have always done that better i think than any other any other console so i'm really glad that it went down uh, so well and i'm i'm actually glad to have revisited it and not not been disappointed because i was open mm. to that i was sort of well. i i was gonna say concerned that, that might happen i was thinking oh, i know it's a slightish game and maybe that's going to be a disappointment um and i didn't find it at all i found that actually I, I really enjoyed it i'm glad you did too is it the sort of experience that might end sort of light a fire in you to go and, f- and play more mr driller
1: i, I will genuinely be going back to this game i i really will even throughout the entirety of recording the second half and I, I was a bit flippant at the start when i said i'm just thinking of color blocks it is getting to the point where i am just thinking of color blocks falling and i will go about again <laughs> even pray after we great finished that's recording genuinely this. seriously yeah I, I really liked it
0: good i'm 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 really glad to hear it because i i know that in previous episodes i brought you games and you've you've gushed about them said how brilliant they are and then i've asked you that question and you've gone no i'll never touch it again so <laughs> i was kind of expecting that from you uh, it's really nice to hear that actually i've brought you something that might have legs for you
1: yeah i'll definitely be playing this again i will be interested to see what it's like on the switch um if anyone has played it on switch and would like to let us know we are available on social media come and let us know and remember to do the whole like share subscribe rate review etc as well please thank you very much and thank you Ashley for bringing Mr Driller
0: very good call on all of those things you are more than welcome I'm genuinely delighted that you have liked it so much uh, so thank you for, for being so positive about it we'll see you again next week for a, a game of your own yeah. good stuff looking forward to it see you later bye
1: everyone